You're listening to the Utter Research Podcast. 20 Minute Power with Steven Soul. What's up? Sexy Hour. The sexy, seductious hour with Steven and Soulicious. Keeping it smooth. Always smooth at all hours. The levels are gonna be soothing. The smoothest motherfucker that ever did exist in. Ooh, oh, yeah, dude. Turn around, let me unzip you. I don't like it. Stop it. You took it too far. You always okay, take things too I far. I just want to keep it smooth, like Barry White. Oh smooth. my darling. All right. The topic today is Rasputin, the Mad Monk, and his mystifying oh, death. Shit. I mean, this is a story that a lot of people kind of know about. This yeah. dude was crazy. This dude was like. Uh... Kind of like a Hitler type deal? No. no. He's he, like a wizard, right? He was like a wizard or a monk or like. Oh, wizard. He like deal. <laughs> uh, he was an advisor for the royal family of Russia. Uh, he was the healer for their son who had hemophilia, which is like any little thing could like make him bleed and die. It's like a really fragile. Like Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Glass, yeah. And then he um, would. Do prophecies and like things. And he was like really, he was a gross motherfucker. He never showered. Yeah, dude. He was like stinky as fuck. But he was also known to have a huge dick. What? And like his dick is like in a jar display in Russia. Are you serious? Yeah, in a museum. Yeah. Do you think he made it that big with all the magical? Probably. <laughs> like, I want, I want the dragon's dick. The dragon's the dick. Alexei, bring me my dick so I can fuck <laughs> This will this was been a bunch of movies too, like even animated Anastasia. Uh, yeah. The new Kingsman. He's in there flipping around, dancing around and shit in the weird. Yeah, so the story of his life is pretty like you kinda don't know what's fact or fiction. Yeah. But there's first hands accounts of how this will die and that's basically what we're gonna talk about. And we're gonna do I'll do a little over, overview of like his life and whatever, but that's gonna be the boring shit. Rasputin was born to a peasant family in the Siberian villages Pokhsovskye in the Kaminsky Utsyed of Dubotsky Government. He had a religious conversion experience after taking a pilgrimage to a monastery in 1897. He's been described as a monk, but uh, he had no official position in the Russian Orthodox Church. He traveled to St. Petersburg in 1903, and where he captivated some church and social leaders, becoming a society uh, figure and met Emperor Nicholas and Empress Alexandra in November 1905. In late 1906, Rasputin began acting as a healer for the imperial couple's only son, Lexi, who suffered from hemophilia. He was a divisive figure at the court, seen by some Russians as a mystic, visionary, and prophet, and uh, by others a religious charlatan. So Russian religion was based on uh, Christianity, but there's a lot of like built-in mysticism in Russian religions. Like you could be super like spiritual and like say you talk to ghosts and that shit vibes and like like talismans and all this religious. Shit. It's kind of almost like Catholicism, but not quite Catholicism. Oh. You know, because Catholics have a bunch of weird shit all the time. Yeah, it's like so their shit, but just tweaked with other crap. Like their Russian crap. Their Russian shit. Yeah. With more vodka. With lots of vodka and wine. Uh, the high point of Russians uh, or Rasputin's power was in 1915 when Nicholas II left uh, Saint Petersburg to oversee the Russian armies fighting World War One. 
increasing both Alexander and Rasputin's influence. Russian defeats mounted during the war, however, and both Rasputin and Alexander became increasingly unpopular. Um, Rasputin was assassinated by a group of conservative noblemen who opposed his influence over Alexandria and Nicholas. Historians often suggest that Rasputin's scandalous and sinister reputation helped discredit the Tsarist government and thus helped participate in the overthrow of the Romanov dynasty a few months after this. Uh, accounts of his life and his influence were often based on hearsay and rumor. He remains a mysterious and captivating figure in pop culture to this day. Because everything about this fool was a mystery. Yeah. I just remembered he was also in Hellboy. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He was in Hellboy. <laughs> that fool's a weird motherfucker. He's like a character, dude, in himself. Like, he was like... It was like satanic, right? No, no. It wasn't satanic. That's just like made... Uh, put into the mystery. Yeah. Whatever. So a lot of people would say there was something about his eyes. Like, he had these piercing eyes. And, like, he stared at you like... He could hypnotize you while he was just like looking at you. Make you sleep with him? Yeah. And he like he would always yeah, he always had like a flock of women around him. Like and he always had like one main chick that, that can kinda of control all the other chicks and Oh shit. But also he was known to be uh impotent. Like he couldn't get it hard. Those are things yeah, weird things. But he also was a heavy alcoholic, drank vodka all day. He never bathed, uh, all this gross shit. Like his breath was like they said was like the worst thing. Dragons. Yeah, he wasn't. He Coming wasn't a classy bread. guy. He was basically a common like. But he was like a scientist. No, he was like a healer. He was a prophet. He was a mystic. He had like so... he would like say prophecies. Oh, there was okay. one famous story where uh, he was out of town of, in Saint Petersburg, and then uh, the the queen, as it like probably would say, it was Alexandra was like worried about her son, and she needed to get a hold of Rasputin, so she sent a letter to Rasputin saying, "Hey, my son's really sick." And Rasputin's like, I got you. Got you. Do this. Do this. Uh, kill a goat. Some shit. Sacrifice a goat. Get, do that. He'll be fine. Because all the other doctors in, in Russia, like St. Petersburg, didn't know what the fuck to do, how to f- keep this kid from fucking oh, dying. Man, he... So Rasputin sends his note. She does everything he says. The kid gets better a day later. Oh. And everyone's like, how the fuck did this kid get day, better a day later? Like, oh, Rasputin. Rasputin's wave, dude. Uh... So he had like uh oh like like so he do like spells and shit like that. Yeah. Like fucking mystic crap. Like He was oh. a healer, but he would also do like all this myst mystic That's what also like people like I'll make your head shrink if you stop <laughs> if you don't stop. Yeah, like I said, stop, he was a hypnotist. Dude. He had he had this weird charm about him. And like there's a lot of things that people say in his life that you can't really believe because no one really knows. No. But everyone knows about the way this fucker died. So that's how we're going to get to. Yeah. That's the story. So pay something about, grab on to something your... about a river, right? Well, yeah. There's a lot of it. I, I remember, but just refresh thy memory. All right. We're going to get into it. The death of Grigory Rasputin, a man who proved to be seemingly unkillable, is one of the most astounding stories in human history. On the night of December 29, 1916, a group of nobles who feared the powerful holy man's influence with Russia's royal family summoned him to the home of conspirator Prince Felix Yusubov and began to execute their murderous scheme. Having agreed to meet together for pastries and wine at his estate, Yusupov picked up Rasputin from his home and brought him to his palace to justify eating in the cellar, which had been soundproofed for this very occasion. His hidden co-conspirators played records in a closed-off room 
on the main floor to convince Rasputin that Yusupov's wife was hosting a small party. The ruse has worked, and the two went down to the furnished cellar to eat, drink, and converse about politics. Uh, Yusupov offered Rasputin pastries, and soon Rasputin began gorging himself on cakes that he had been laced with cyanide. Oh, shit. Chosen specifically because they were known to be Rasputin's favorite desserts, so they were most likely going to be eaten by him. So they're just like, just put all that cyanide on these fucking pastries, son. He'll eat that shit. Cake, baby. He can't hand, He can't help himself. He's a monster. Some fucking carrot cake? Yeah. Some fucking cheesecake? Fucking Some fucking man. chocolate cake? <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Rasputinatize me, son. Yeah. Uh, worried that the cyanide, which typically kills almost instantly, didn't seem to be working, Yusupov invited Rasputin to have a glass of Madeira, pouring the wine into one of several glasses that had also been laced with cyanide. Uh. <laughs> Rasputin declined the glass at first, uh, but Rasputin's gluttony for wine quickly went out and he drank several glasses from all the poisoned glasses. The so, fuck? so they poisoned the pastries, they poisoned the glasses of wine, and this fool's still alive. And he, they, Jesus. He, he drank and ate enough cyanide to kill at least 20 people. Damn, and he didn't die? <laughs> he didn't die. He had, he probably had like a bunch of like armor, but not like, you mean Mystic. like, like spell armor. Spell like, oh, armor. I got like, I killed like fucking 30 cats, so that's nine lives, 30 times nine. Yeah. I, I can get killed this many times. <laughs> so, well, there's like another thing where I, this is my theory is. You can build an immunity to certain things. I don't know if that's possible. Cyanide, like, say, like, uh, I need, like, oh, this is a poison that's been popular around. Cause, uh, and, like, microdose that mi- shit. Yeah, microdose so then you can eat it. If someone tries to poison you. Build the tolerance. Toler- yeah, the tolerance that you're not, it's not going to kill you right away, or if at all. It's yeah. like that scene in Princess Bride. When he's... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing, yeah. like, so you never deal death when a Sicilian's on the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he... <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. Pretty yeah, good. He, <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yeah. Uh, one of Yusufov's co-conspirators, a doctor, had prepared each dose of cyanide very carefully to ensure that everyone was strong enough to kill not just one, but several men. Yusufov began to panic as Yusufov appeared to consume enough cyanide to kill scores of men as Rasputin started to have some gif- difficulty swallowing his wine, Yusupov feigned concern and asked him if he was feeling ill. Yes, my head is heavy. I've been burning sensation in my stomach. That's why you always bring your own bottle of booze. Yeah, no one's yeah, going to try to poison your ass, dude. Rasputin replied before saying that more wine would be an adequate cure. He was just going to drink more cyanide wine. Using the noise upstairs as an opportunity to excuse himself, Yusupov left the cellar to confer with his co-conspirators who were shocked that Rasputin had resisted the effects of the poison and was still alive. Though they offered to go down as a group in order to overpower and strangle Rasputin to death, uh, Rasputin decides that he should return alone and shoot Rasputin with a revolver instead. Dude, this happens in the New Kingsman. Does it? Yeah, they, they bring in cyanide uh, cakes and fucking wine, and then he's just eating that shit. And, like, that's, and that's, then it was a dance battle. I've never seen that one yet. I haven't seen that one yet. It's alright. Uh, upon returning, Yusupov found Rasputin slumping in his chair and struggling to breathe. Soon, however, Rasputin began 
appeared to recover and become more energetic. Fearing that the poison had failed, Yusupov stood up and paced the room to work up the nerve to shoot Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. Rasputin stood up as well and appeared to admire the furnishings that Yusupov had brought down into the cellar. Uh, seeing Yusupov spare, stare at a crystal crucifix on the wall, Rasputin commented on the cross, then turned away to look at an ornate cabinet on the other side of the room. Then Rasputin told Ras uh, Yusupov told Rasputin, "You better, you far better look at the crucifix and say a prayer." At this, Rasputin turned to see Yusupov. Uh, for several tense moments of silence. Quote, he came quite close to me, looked me full in the face. It was as though he had at last read something in my eyes, something he had not expected to find. I realized the hour had come. Oh Lord, I prayed, give me strength to finish this. Yusupov pulled out the revolver, firing one shot, <laughs> hitting Rekin in the chest. Rasputin cried out and collapsed on the floor, where he laid in a growing pool of blood, but did not move. Dude, oh. <laughs> dude you're describing the, is it the Kingsman, same? dude. All this shit happens. It's like they took this and put it in the movie. Well, don't ruin the story. <laughs> you're dance, getting dance battle, bro. Dance, there's no, <laughs> as far as I know, there's no dance battle in this. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a dance battle. <laughs> Alerted by the gunshot, Yusuf Club's co-conspirators rushed downstairs. The doctor checked for Rasputin's pulse and found none confirming that Rasputin was finally dead, shot close enough to his heart to be immediately fatal. The, co the conspirators quickly set about establishing their cover story and separated into two groups, with Yusupov staying at Molka with a Duma deputy, Burushkovich. Before long, however, Yusupov uh, started to feel uneasy. He excused himself and went back down to the basement to check on Rasputin's body. It laid motionless exactly where they had left it, but Yusupov wanted to be sure. He shook the body and didn't see any signs of life at first. Then Rasputin's eyelids started to twitch just before Rasputin opened them. I then saw both eyes, Yusupov, the green eyes of a viper staring at me with own expression of diabolical hatred. That's a terrible Russian accent. Dude. Say vodka. Within doubt, just say vodka. Rasputin lunged at shoot me, you motherfucker. Rasputin lunged at Yusuf, snarling like an animal and digging his fingers into Yusuf's neck. Yusuf was able to fight Rasputin off and push him away. Get off me! Get off me! Get off me, comrade! What do you do here? Rasputin ran up the stairs to the first floor, yelling to Pushkinek, to whom had hit earlier, given the revolver. Quick, quick, come down! He's still alive. Reaching the landing on the first floor. Pushkevev joined him, revolver in hand. Looking down the steps, they saw Rasputin climb his way up the stairs on his hands and knees, heading towards the side door leading into the courtyard. This devil who is dying of poison had a bullet in his heart and must have been raised from the dead by the powers of evil. Comrade. <laughs> there was something appalling and monstrous in his diabolical refusal to die. Rasputin shoved the door open and ran out into the courtyard. Terrified of what would happen if Rusputin got away and returned to Sarnira, the two men gave chase. Pushkevich was the first out the door and he immediately fired two shots at the fleeing Rasputin. He, <laughs> shit. he missed, but then Pushkevich chased down the wounded Rasputin from just feet away and fired two more shots. <laughs> One of the shots struck Rasputin directly in the head and he collapsed to the ground. 
Rusbub had two laurel servants wrap, Rusbub, wrap Rasputin's body in heavy carpets and tied with heavy chains. Oh. The conspirators then brought the body to a bridge over the Neva River and dumped it into an unfrozen patch of water below. After everything that he had hap- that had just happened to him, he was still alive Jesus. and ended up dying of hyperthermia in the freezing water. So uh, even when all that shit... Shot in the chest, shot in the head, still alive. Yeah, son. Still going. That fool's fucking crazy, son. So that's one of those stories where, like, you kind of don't believe it. But that's a first-hand account of the guy that did it. Like, why would he make that shit up to make Rasputin, like, seem like more baller than he was? Yeah, look like a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I fucking... Yeah, dude. Because if, like, like, say, like, I'm gonna poison your ass and, like, this motherfucker's not going down. Yeah, he's just not going down. It's like, you're too buff. Like, you're just going to buff your way out of this one. You fucking uh, shot him right in the peck, and the bullet bounced <laughs> off. Bounced off. Yeah. And then, like, uh, the next day, it's like, so, did how how did Sile die? It's like, nah, he's died like a little bitch. He died <laughs> like, from you know, a bee sting. Yeah, he's dude. allergic to bees. Like, like I, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like, it was really easy to kill Sile, but then you think back, it's like, man... Saul was the hardest motherfucker to ever kill. <laughs> He's probably still alive out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, dude, what if he, di- he didn't even die? I mean, they found his body. They found his body later. Uh, and You think later on he'd, like, bounce? What if What if they, like, buried him, and then he just, like, left, Came back to life? Came back and dug himself out and left. He he always had that beard, right? He's yeah, known that for big, that big, big huge giant beard. beard. Yeah. Apparently smelled like shit. Smelled like ball sacks. He never showered. Yeah, dude, you should watch the the Kingsman just for that scene alone. Because everything you were saying, I was picturing that, except minus the dance battle. Because it, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a crazy fight scene, but Rasputin's doing all he's doing like the Russian dance and spinning, but also dodging. They're and he like, has like a sword, fighting with swords and shit, and then the whole pool thing and him eating the cakes. I think he's gay in that though. He's like weird, like oh, send me young boy or this guy, blah blah blah. And he do, young boy, to satisfy the Rasputin's comrade. can ride the dragon penis. So the death of Rasputin caused quite a bit of a stir at, in Russia after that. Because there were people that, like, loved and respected him, like, as yeah. the commoners type. Because he was basically just a commoner that ascended to these ranks and was... Basically took control over the royalty, the royal family. Because he had the queen's ear. The empress's ear. I don't know, like, whatever. They don't have queens or kings in Russia, but... I'll just say queen for yeah. our sake. So she, he would ever, he would advise her. She would go tell her husband and then he, he would do that. So all the other dudes around them were all like pissed off because they didn't, they lost all their uh, influence and control over Rasputin, like having the yeah. queen's ear. So everyone wanted this guy out of the way in the royalty, the nobility, but all the commoners were kind of cool with him because they saw him as like this mystical Magical, powerful figure. Dude, that could fix all their problems. Yeah. If he had ED, how come he didn't fix that for himself? He maybe that's part of the. Like, you have to. You have to give uh, something up for your magic. To oh, work. that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, uh, when he died, did anything crazy happen? Like the weather was all fucked, or some crazy shit happened? Well, you want to get into that. So then, after Rasputin died, the Russian commoners started a revolution. That's like the Russian Revolution. This is when like. Um, all the communism started to come over in Russia. It was just before uh, Stalin took over Russia in World War II. Yeah. So like, they took out the whole uh, nobility class in Russia 
and installed a whole new government of a uh, socialist government with um, Lenin. So you think maybe like that, if he hadn't have died, I mean, it probably would have been a big a different, it, different, it, big change. No, since Russia wasn't getting fucked up in World War One anyway, they, the commoners and everyone are probably going to revolt, but it could have been different. This just kind of hastened it because everyone's like, fuck, you guys fucking murdered Rasputin? The fuck's that shit about? Uh, poor little Rasky. Yeah. And that's the smelly Rasky. So I thought this was just be a fun little. That's thing. pretty cool, man. Maybe I could be a Rasputin for Halloween. Maybe I could pull it off. Was he brown? He was brownish. Alright, man. Fucking shout outs. Fucking family. Uh, Squid Squads, Tarfam. All of you guys. Peace out. Listen, uh, share. Share. Halloween spooky stories Share to your Russian friends and If you like the podcast Share the podcast To friends and family And tell them to rate it Five stars Five stars I'm going to do all the things That all the other podcasts say So if you know It really helps us out You know Joining our Patreon gives, Helps us keep this going You know Just and, telling people Just spreading it And if you want to Pitch in a buck It would help us out a lot You know And we always have like We're always uh, Looking for more Patreons You know Just share the podcast Help us grow. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, uh, thank you for listening. I'm so it's We so couldn't crazy. do this without you. Yeah, it's, uh, we do it for you guys. Yeah, we do it we're all so for you guys. thankful. <laughs> <laughs>